0: Bringing you everything under the Disney umbrella. Network 1901. Welcome to 2020 and welcome to the first episode of Lipstick and Lightsabers of the New Year. This new year is already cursed, but that's okay because we are here to make everything positive and happy again. I am one of your hosts, Shannon.
1: And I'm Alex.
0: And today, to kick off the new year, we wanted to highlight everybody in the community. We put a, a big call out to all of you guys to send in, you know, who makes you happy in this community? What are some things that you really love? And we got an amazing response. Thank you guys so much for that. I'm really excited to get into it. But we do have a little bit of news first before we get into all of that. And the first thing is that the Mandalorian is done.
2: Wow!
1: It was so good. <laughs> Can you believe it? Um, so... We're gonna get more into Mandalorian in the next few weeks, but what were your initial thoughts?
0: That last episode was amazing. I know. I can't believe how good that whole series was.
1: And just like the, the like the feel that Taika Waititi like added into Star Wars, like the the humor in that episode yeah. worked so well.
0: Oh man, and like. You know, we got to see more Ig Eleven, which is obviously voiced by him, but just where he took the characters and the feel of that whole episode. Like, I am so beyond excited to see like where we're gonna go next. Like, if, if season two is anything like season one, like Mandalorian is just like killing it right now.
1: Mm-hmm. I I can't wait, and um, I'm really hoping they show us the first episode at Celebration
0: yes I really think that would be so cool we definitely if there is a Mandalorian panel we are definitely going to that
1: yeah well hopefully we'll get in if they do um, lottery oh, true. Very I true. believe the room in Anaheim is smaller than the one in Chicago
0: yeah do you remember when we got into that Mandalorian panel and we like didn't even care <laughs>
1: And now look at us. How lucky we were. Now look at us. Yeah, we were we so were lucky. We were stands. Um but like yeah. no, I enjoyed the panel at the time. Oh, definitely. It was amazing. But when we entered the lottery and we got back like what we had won. Do you remember it was like happening at a weird yes. hour. It was like really early in the morning, I think. We were getting emails back. Yeah, they
0: well and they they kept like pushing back like when they were going to announce it. Was it. So it was so weird and it was so it was so stressful to even like enter those lotteries. <laughs> but it was nice like then once we were there yeah, it was. And fine. we were
1: um like we were really disappointed that we didn't get into the episode nine panel, which ended up working out better anyways, because I think we had a lot more fun at Sky Talkers. Everything yes, worked out. Everything seemed to work yeah. out at celebration. It was great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Everything worked out like totally fine. We didn't lose anybody, we didn't lose anything. So it was fine. Yes. (laughs) Um, I do want to say one other thing about Mandalorian. It was really weird this past Friday to not have Mandalorian to watch and to only have High School Musical. And like, guys, High School Musical's killing it. so But it was just a little strange.
1: High School Musical.
0: (laughs) Guys.
1: It is the superior cinematic universe.
0: (laughs) In case you didn't know... Ricky from High School Musical, the musical, the series is the son of Lipstick yeah, and Lightsapers. He is our son. We have adopted him. <laughs> <laughs> he, if you thought you knew Baby, you've never met Ricky.
1: Yeah, he's even babier than Cal Kestis, so... <laughs>
0: Which is really saying something.
1: <laughs> um, and I think, is the finale this week?
0: I mean, it's, it's Act I can't, 2.
1: I can't remember if there was 10 episodes or 12 episodes in the first season, and this is this would be 10 this week yeah
0: it, it would make sense if it's the final episode because it'll be like the end of the play yeah oh
1: man I'm which so i'm excited. so nervous about
0: <laughs> guys you don't understand you need to watch high school musical if you're not watching it
1: <laughs> oh and the music Wait. Um, <laughs> like, oh my god our babies they got to write music yeah the two main actors on the show got to write a song for episode nine and it's incredible
0: Yes. It's, and it's on our Raylo playlist. It's on playlist our Raylo
1: playlist now. It is so Raylo.
0: Yes. It's called a Moment in Love and first of all, Ricky is a baby. I didn't know if I had said that yet. Yeah. Um, but then they get to like sing it together in like the background. Yeah. And it's it's so a really good. nice
1: duet. <laughs> it's so
0: good. Uh, Angsty guys. and good. <laughs> You know what brings me joy? High School Musical, the musical, the series. The <laughs> angst is really good in like a good fluffy way. Yes. That makes sense. <laughs> um, but uh, some other things. I did get the Fallen Order art book for Christmas, which I will say, it's not like the art books for like the sequel trilogy, which are the ones that I had been reading. So there's not as much like writing in it. But my God, the art is beautiful there's some concept art of Marin and Trilla that is like originally they were kind of one character which is really fascinating yeah um but the best thing from that book is that the foreword is them talking about just how thankful they were to be able to work on Star Wars and they worked so closely with the story group and they really wanted to stay true to that like cambellian hero's journey and like reading that was just like Thank you. There are still intellectuals in Lucasville. <laughs> so highly recommend it. It's a cool book, and it, it's an expensive book. But if you see it, just like around at like a bookstore, like definitely flip through it and read that introduction because it's it's really good.
1: Yeah. And I got for Christmas. I don't physically have it yet because it's not out. But I uh, have a pre order on. The Rebels art book, the limited edition version. So I'm very excited to get that. And I'm sure we're going to dive into it. Probably, we could probably yes. do a whole episode on it, especially if there's going to be some good World Between World stuff in that art book.
0: Oh, please. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. When you yeah. get that, like, just dive into it.
1: <laughs> I think it's April. It's coming. As of right yeah. now. because if, if I see it,
0: if I see like the regular just around, I might pick it up. We'll see. But I'm excited about that. Because World Between Worlds... Guys, we're on the World Between Worlds terrain. We're, like,
1: in the hive. (laughs) We are in the hive.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's happening. It's happening. Um, Also, with some news, so as of recording this, the Golden Globes are tonight. Uh, Once this episode comes out, you will already know the outcomes of that. But I know I am really excited for... You know, Marriage Story, Knives Out, Little Women. Those movies were so good this year. So, so good.
1: It was a strong, like, despite us not liking The Rise of Skywalker, I think this year was a strong year for films in general. Yeah.
0: Um, I I agree with that.
1: mm -hmm. At least all the, like, the ones that I got to see in theaters, I enjoyed a lot of things I saw this year. Um, Yeah, for sure. And, like, there's a lot of
0: stuff that I can't even remember. Well, I was going to say,
1: even think back in March, Captain Marvel like, that's right, yeah. That's one of my favorite movies. I love Captain Marvel. And and Far From Home came out in the summer. And um, I'm trying to think what else. Frozen 2 came out.
0: Oh my gosh, Frozen <laughs> 2.
1: Get Out came out? No, 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 no Not no. Get Out.
0: Um, Us. Us. Mm-hmm. Us came out. Mm. Which, have you seen the trailer for his new movie?
1: Yeah, I did, I think.
0: Oh, yeah, that looks good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, y'all, I work at a historic home and that movie, I'm like, oh give me the horror. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Um, but as far as our release schedule goes for the next couple of weeks, um, we are going to be doing a little mini-series on The Mandalorian called, what is it, Makeup and Mandalorian? Uh, is that what we're calling it? Let me scroll
1: down. Makeup and Mandalore, but...
0: <laughs> yes, I like that better. Makeup and Mandalore, yes. And it's a very Satine vibe. Yes, yeah. Um, but We're going to be breaking the show up into three different episodes. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Mandalore episodes of the animated shows, and then we're going to break the series into two parts and talk about it that way. Just kind of giving us a, a chance to do like a deeper dive, talk about the themes, talk about the characters, everything yeah. as a whole. Um, if you want to watch along with us, highly would recommend that. We would love that. We'd love to hear yeah. your thoughts as we're going.
1: So we're, so I'm, Elise. I'm using John and Marie's um, watch list. Mm-hmm. Um, She wrote down on some cue cards what Clone Wars episodes to watch and what um, Rebels episodes to watch. Now, I'm, so I've seen Clone Wars before, but I am so much more familiar with Rebels. It's more fresher in my mind, and I come back to it a lot more often. Clone Wars has been, like, a while since I've sat down and actually watched the whole series. Normally, I just go into the arcs that I want. So some of this Mandalore stuff I'm getting into now is stuff that isn't as fresh in my memory, and it's, like,
0: It's so inspiring and, like, exciting. Yes. Um, And I'll link that uh, in the show notes down below for this episode. And I'm really excited to get back into it as well, because I remember really loving the Mandalore arc in Rebels, but the ones from Clone Wars I've watched more recently, and I'm interested to see more of it now that I have some like more context. Um, I still haven't watched all of Clone Wars. I watched most of Clone Wars, um, so I'm excited to get back into that. I don't know if I can, if I can take the Ob teen again, yeah. but I love it, so we'll see. Yeah.
1: And those on um, those like tags at the beginning of the episode.
0: Oh man. Oof. Oh man. <laughs> Oof. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, also coming up, though, we are going to Galaxy's Edge pretty soon. Yeah, in like a month. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I'm so excited. So,
1: so, so excited. <laughs> we have we have um, a reservation for the Cantina and for Lightsaber building. Um, mm-hmm. We don't have one for joy building, but Andy from Railo Alliance said that there's actually a spot in the shop that you can kind of watch it being done. So I'm sure we'll we'll check that out. And I like both of us are making lightsabers, but I am on the edge of being like (laughs) building a lightsaber. I'm buying the good boy Ben like like Padawan Ben lightsaber. I don't know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: would love to hold that lightsaber. Because if you haven't seen it It's huge. It's it's big. (laughs) Um but I'm really excited to build one, especially because you can, like, customize it so that it can clip to your clothes. Yeah. And I'm like, the fashion is endless.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing is, the only reason why I'm like, oh, maybe I'll buy the Ben one is because I can come in with you and watch you build yours.
0: True. So you would still so kind of get that still experience. Get to watch
1: the experience. Oh, man. Yeah. I still haven't decided. I still have the reservation. I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. And plus, <laughs> if you do decide later if you want to build one, you can always go back and do it, or you can do it when we're there in Anaheim. Yeah,
1: but and the thing is, though, is I expect if if I were going to do it the other way around, the Ben Solo lightsaber is going to be out of stock during Anaheim.
0: I do think you're probably right, but
1: with that. I don't even know if it'll be in stock when we go. But it's more likely true. that it will be in stock because it's low. That's season. true. Yeah. But during celebration, it's gone. It's 100% gone. Oh,
0: definitely. Yeah, definitely.
1: (laughs) Like, I just want them to have all my Ben Solo money. Mm -hmm. Like, give me all of it. I bought a new Funko, so I had a pre-order on this new Kylo Red Funko Pop, and I didn't even know what it was. I just saw the, like, the skew, and I was like, oh, yeah, put a pre-order on that, and I picked it up yesterday, and it was a light-up Kylo, (laughs) and he lights his, his lightsaber lights up when I hit him on the head. Like the bobblehead part, and it makes noises too. It makes like,
0: um, lightsaber noises. <laughs> it's just really cute when you sent me that and you just like slammed its head down. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. I love that. Especially since it's like the, the glued together mask. Yeah. I'm glad that it also like brings joy. <laughs> oh my gosh
1: I might you know what like cause my parents are gonna be there before we get there I might be like can you check on the stock on this lightsaber Mm -hmm. go talk to Doc ask him (laughs) how many he has in the back (laughs) (laughs) tell him to put one aside for me
0: (laughs) I love that that'll be great uh Man, it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. We are going to um, record an episode about it. It won't be out, like, right when we get back. We are going to give it just, like, yeah. a little bit of time to finish up our Mando series. Uh, but we will go into it, dissect it. Um, yeah. It does exist before Tross. So we'll see well, what we'll, do, we'll
1: do a whole trip report, and I'm sure we'll talk about not only Galaxy's Edge, but also, like, Star Tours, because Star Tours got new
0: That's true. Um, Tross mm-hmm.
1: scenes in it, too. And then there's like random Star Wars things here and there. Like there's the fireworks slash projection show at Hollywood Studios if you get a chance to see that too. Um, There's lots of different things you have to talk about.
0: See, like I am a parks noob. Alex has all the knowledge and I'm just, I trust her with my life. (laughs) So (laughs) if she says it's cool, it's going to be cool. (laughs) Yes. Also, for what to look forward to coming up this year, um, please be sending us your uh, Star Wars stories for Fridays. We are looking for, you know, how did you get into fandom? How do you engage with it? What you're looking forward to in 2020? I know that the rise of Skywalker really beat this fandom down, but sharing your stories and sharing positivity, which is what we're going to be doing today, does really help with that. Um, So we're still looking forward to hearing from you guys. And you can always message us if you ever have any questions. You can send us emails. Uh, We're here to work with you guys. We just want to hear your stories. And the last thing uh, as far as schedule-wise that we have is that the Trost novel is coming out in March, March 17th? No,
1: March 3rd. I think our schedule is that we're going to do our review on March 17th
0: that's why that number was in my mind Mm -hmm. yes so we will be reading the tross novelization uh i know i am both nervous and excited for it because on one hand like the solo novelization fixed a lot of things that i had problems with in solo on the other hand tross was a hot mess and i am not looking forward to seeing some of that on the page
1: (laughs) it's it's really it's a weird feeling to have about this book and I loved Most Wanted by Ray Carson, Mm -hmm. so I have faith in her to write a good book. I don't know if I have faith in how this book is going to sway. Yeah, (laughs) Um, I know that regardless of who is writing this book, they have a really tough job to do. Mm -hmm. And she had also mentioned that if this book had been a movie, it would be at least three hours.
0: Yeah. So there's there's more in there that probably did get cut out, which is good, or it could be bad. <laughs> I don't well, know.
1: I mean, all the Palpatine stuff that they've mentioned in articles could be in there. I don't know if that's true good or bad. Don't know. <laughs> yeah,
0: but we'll have to find out. I do want to try to read. She has a she has a couple of YA series, but there's one called uh, "Walk on Earth a Stranger." And I've seen it around forever and it's actually been bookmarked at my library for a really long time and I wanna try to listen to that Mm -hmm. before Tross comes out. Just to get another feel for her writing. Because the only thing I've read by her so far is Most Wanted. So I wanna see how she handles some other like YA characters. I thought
1: she did a really, really good job at writing Kira. So that's what like I'm excited for her characterization of a lot of different characters.
0: Yes, yes, definitely. I think regardless if it's good or bad, it's going to be different. And we will never know until we read it.
1: Yeah, and just like we've been talking about the pre-Tross and the post-Tross world, we will be entering a post-Tross novelization world in March. And we have to be ready for that change, good or bad. We have to be able to enjoy the things that we enjoy like we've said mandalorian is amazing and
0: yes. i'm not leaving
1: this fandom because there's so much to no. love.
0: exactly exactly and there has been a lot of hate going around uh, we're not going to talk about like the negative news that has been going on uh we've both been fairly close to it we know what's going on but there has been some hate circulating trying to force people out of the fandom and if Like, if that is what is best for you to leave, do it. Like, you are the only one who knows what is good for you. And removing yourself from a negative, toxic situation is not easy. And it takes a lot of guts to say, like, this is hurting me and I have to leave. Um, But I will say, um, I think I can speak for both of us. Alex and I have really carved out a positive, loving part of this community and Mm -hmm. have found so much joy through it and Star Wars is still something that brings me joy even if it hurts right now but I want to stay in this fandom because more than anything I think we need people who are loving it for the sake of loving it and are bringing forth that positivity now like more than ever
1: and we need to stay so that one day maybe we do get those stories that we, we really want the show exactly. film that like Yes, there's a section of the fandom who wants something different.
0: Exactly, exactly. So on that note, uh, we are doing something a little bit different today. So we've never quite done an episode like this, but no matter... How you guys felt about Tross, we wanted to hear from you. We wanted to use this episode to raise each other up. We want to highlight people in fandom. So this episode is completely dedicated to the fandom. And we had you guys DM us, some of you emailed us, we got a voice message just telling us what makes you happy like right like what people make you excited about this fandom what do you really enjoy about it and we are really excited to share all of that with you guys today uh, we are gonna start out with our shout outs and again I want to give a shout out to alex who is amazing at taking notes and is the reason this show is anywhere any way shape or form coherent so thank you alex and she also does all of the beautiful art which is amazing so thank you well i want to give a shout out
1: to you who edits this (laughs) podcast week after week and does a really amazing job at it and for being my best friend and talking me down when i have like Late night, tross free <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's when my mom gene engages. <laughs> Doesn't matter where I'm at. The second you're like, I'm sad again. My brain's like, not today. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so we are going to start off with highlighting some podcasts. Uh, do you want to take us through a couple of these, Alex?
1: Yeah. So the first one I want to point out is Sky Talkers and we're both really really lucky to be able to call Caitlyn and Charlotte friends and um i'm just so grateful for them for being one of the first like groups to really carve their way into this fandom for like our like the way that we see it really like the way that we read the saga and they really like to me they paved the way
0: yeah i i definitely agree with that i think I I remember back when I was like first getting into like more Star Wars podcasts because they were one of the first ones. And I know both of them get a lot of flack for how they talk and how they sound. But for me, that was like such a big deal for me because like I sound really girly sometimes when I talk or I talk really fast. And I would get that on my YouTube channels like all the time. Like I can't take you seriously because you just sound like a little girl or whatever. So to like hear these two women talk about star wars like the way i was thinking about it and to like sound like me was like huge for me and was like really big for like giving me more confidence to like charge forward more into this fandom
1: and i i want to give a shout out to their dinner their dinner party thing that they do with guests because i think that's like genius and so fun to listen to
0: <laughs> yes 100 percent. and caitlin you are going to get me into Asian dramas. One day. <laughs> me too. <you>. I,
1: <laughs> I I don't know what the first one I should try is.
0: She was, I was messaging her the other day and she turned me onto one. I can't remember the name of oh, it. No. I think it was something about goblins, but she is so nice and was so like generous with me because I'm such a noob about it, but she gave me lots of tips and I'm ready to try. (laughs) So maybe we'll go on this journey together. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So kind of in a similar vein, uh, another podcast that we want to highlight is Scavenger's Horde, which was actually the first podcast I listened to that was hosted by women talking about Star Wars, specifically talking about the sequel trilogy. And, like, Kirstie and Rachel are true intellectuals. They are amazing. And, like, their show just gives me so much life and like the first thing I thought of when I saw the last Jedi was oh my god like they were right like they've been new they knew all of this they predicted so much
1: they're fantastic and I think them and Sky Talkers I can't remember which one I started listening to first but around the same time and they're
0: amazing.
1: Mm -hmm. Um next one is What the Force so this show is hosted by Mary Claire and she's a really good friend of ours too. And she puts so much work into this podcast. Her dedication and her passion for it is, it's like, and and like, unlike anyone else. And her um, fangirls um, uh, audio drama is fantastic. And I feel so seen by that.
0: MC and Ty Black, who also co-host some episodes with her, they're, like, some of the smartest people I know. Like, they they know (laughs) so much. They have read so much Joseph Campbell. They know all the myth. They know all the symbolism. And every single episode I listen to, like, literally blows my mind
1: and also um mary claire's uh second podcast her mandalorian review show with alex kane is really really fantastic too and they do a really good job at breaking down the themes and the myths and that also yes
0: alex kane as well is super nice and super awesome and if you are looking for unproblematic men alex kane is amazing <laughs> yes go, go follow, follow him, him yeah uh, and another unproblematic. And another unproblematic man is also the host of Friends of the Force. Uh Brad is so nice. One of like the most welcoming people. I remember when he first like reached out to us to be on his show. I was like you are so delightful, and I love this so much. Like I could talk to you forever.
1: <laughs> and also, um, Madison Thames and Sarah Haas both uh, reoccur on his show a lot, and they're both amazing. Also,
0: so our next podcast we want to highlight is The Mandalorian Union, which is a podcast run by our good friend Megan and her husband Zach. Okay, Megan and Zach, like we got to see their love story from like start to finish. These two... Like, we saw it bloom. Yeah, we saw it bloom. <laughs> it's like a true, like, Relo fanfiction, like, come to life. And, like, they are made for each other. Like, the, I, I can't even imagine, like, two people that are just like so made for each other like other than Raylo. So I love them and they love each other and it's adorable. And we roomed with Megan at Celebration and And she's so nice.
1: Awesome. And she was I think the only one out of us who had been to Chicago before so she was like shepherding us everywhere. Yes she
0: took us to this (laughs) amazing restaurant for dumplings which I had never had and it was the best experience ever.
1: (laughs) It was delicious. It was in Chinatown. It was really really good. Okay, so I guess I'll go with the next two. So the next two podcasts are Women of the Whales and a Star Wars Story podcast. So Women of the Whales is done by, um, I I don't know if there are four or five women hosts now. They're always rotating their hosts in and out depending on availability. There's a lot of them though. And um, I found this podcast through our friend Nettie, who is one of the hosts of it. And they have a, they're all really, really intelligent ladies and they have a really good take on the mythology too and breaking down themes and everything. They're just, they're awesome. And then a Star Wars Story podcast is done by one of our other roommates from Star Wars Celebration, Delaney. And they have, they did this series where they went through um, every film and they did kind of like um, a commentary on each film. And it was, it was so, so great and so like Intellectuals, I stand amazing, <laughs> um, and they have a lot of guests, hosts come on that too, and it's great to hear other perspectives from different sides of the fandom. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely. Uh, so this next podcast is Who Talks First, which is hosted by CT and Solo. This show. <laughs>
1: We love this show. We love this show. (laughs)
0: Like, if any of you listened to our (laughs) Disney Princess episode where we like sorted characters into Disney Princess songs, we did that because we did a high school musical version of that, which was inspired by Who Talks First doing it with ABBA songs. And like Who Talks First Mm -hmm. is just they're hilarious. I stand their friendship. Like it's just amazing and I love it and they are two intellectuals.
1: So next one is Rail Alliance, which are another two of our friends. Um, I don't know all the hosts as well as I know Andy and Gina, but they are amazing. And I talk to Andy like every single day about Star Wars and about anything and about Disney Parks. And um, they are so great. And I can't wait to meet them at (laughs) Celebration.
0: Andy also really likes Percy Jackson. And I also really like Percy Jackson. Mm -hmm. And I'm very jealous of her tattoo. (laughs) She's the Percy Jackson tattoo. (laughs) So this next uh, podcast is called Geeky Bubble. This one is hosted by Jonna Marie and her mom, which is adorable. They are so nice. I love hearing them talk together because, like, I like to watch Star Wars with my mom. Like, I kind of got her into it. So we watched the movies together. We watched Mandalorian together. So I really love seeing, like, her and her mom do this show together. Like, it just, it really speaks to me (laughs) in a way, I guess.
1: Yeah. And they, and they really focus on all the animated shows, and they'll do um, recap episodes and talk about how they felt about the, the episode. Mm-hmm. The next one is Lords of the Sith. So I got to meet Denise because I went to see The Rise of Skywalker with her. And um, that was so amazing, and I, I'm, like, a really, really big fan of their show, and they really dissect things really, um, like, with a fine-tooth comb and, like, them just talking about trailers and leaks and like I like I eat it all up. But Denise is like the biggest sweetheart, and I'm so glad I got to meet her.
0: And they did the Raylo panel at Celebration, didn't they?
1: Yeah, but we missed it because we went to see Hamilton, <laughs> and we bought those Hamilton tickets before the schedule was out. Yeah, so we didn't so, get a chance to. But it did unfortunately go really we, well yeah. though.
0: Everybody really mm-hmm. loved that panel, and it was packed. So good for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: They have to turn people away. Yes.
0: <laughs> So, the next podcast is Blast Points, hosted by Jason and Gabe. These guys are so funny. They're George Lucas' voice. They did a whole Snoketoberfest. They did Kennedy for Canada Day. Like, these guys are just... Have so much fun. They have so (laughs) much fun talking. Like, I feel like this is what... This is, like, the purest form of Star Wars love.
1: It's just finding and all the dumb
0: stuff and just they, loving it. Well,
1: and they're so positive. Yes. Like they, they are like, they find the dumbest stuff like in every single movie. And they're like, let's do an episode on this. Like, let's let's um let's bring this like, joy that we have and spread it to everyone else. And then I like I just like think about all the things that they've touched upon, like they did a whole series on the droids car- droids cartoons, and like that was hilarious.
0: I loved when they did so. Like when Tross was filming, they were doing like beard watch and like hair watch, like seeing what everybody mm-hmm. looked like. I still like their Captain Kennedy episode is like my favorite one ever because <laughs> Kennedy is not on screen for that long, and they like analyze. All
1: of his Every lines. line.
0: Every line. So, like, every time I hear, like, five bloody minutes ago or, like, scramble our fighters, I just think of them. And they dissected
1: every line and they, oh my God.
0: It's just, oh, I love it. So, it makes the beginning of, like, The Last Jedi is already amazing, but, like, that whole opening scene, anytime Kennedy's on screen, I'm just like, these are the moments I live for.
1: I mean, they did whole Phantom Menace a year, and that was great, too. <laughs> they, covered <laughs> they, it, did. they covered it. They covered
0: it. Ah, I love those guys. They're so nice.
1: The next podcast is Knights of Ren, and that's hosted by our friend Allie. And we got to meet her at Celebration, too, and she is, like, the sweetest person you will ever meet. And um, often she does her podcast by herself, but she is, like... It is so interesting, and she gets her thoughts together like so well to just talk about it and not go on tangents. And she just like she is so wise, like wise beyond her years. <laughs> I like I I can't believe how smart she is.
0: She also is a really amazing artist, and she drew us uh, some Kaz art, which is mm-hmm. like the best thing ever. Because I love Kaz so much. She's seriously so so sweet. And our next podcast, so these last two kind of go hand in hand. Um, and those are the last two for this section. And it's Halo, Relo and Meta Machina. So Halo, Raylo is hosted by Lindsay Romain, who also writes for Nerdist, and by Natasha Fox. And Nat is also one of the hosts of Meta Machina, along with Shy and Aaron. These ladies, these four ladies, are so smart and... Let me just say, like, Meta Machina has completely changed how I consume media. Like, how I watch movies, how I read books, mm-hmm. what I look for, like, they're all about the feminine gaze. And, like, that bleeds over into Halo Raylo, like, the way they are analyzing the Raylo community and, you know, what it means for women. Like, it's so empowering. And I've watched and read. So many things that I never would have thought of just from being able to, like, talk with these women. And it's absolutely amazing. And I'm really excited for you guys to hear the Cruel Prince episode of Meta Machina whenever it comes out. Because, guys, we recorded for six and a half hours. (laughs) And, like, I'm sorry, Nat, but Nat's a queen and I know she can edit it.
1: (laughs) Six and a half hours of Jude and Cardin. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was I'm glad I
1: read it. I'm glad I'll be able to listen to it right away when it comes to Yes. Out. Yes. Well,
0: and like that was recommended to me by Aaron from Meta Machina. And so I told you about it and then like we read it together and it was just like really, really amazing. And um Chell Destiny's Fic is on that episode as well. And she is so smart. Like, just she knows so many amazing things and it's just amazing. Like I cannot wait to see what they're going to cover coming up in the new year. All right. So I guess with that, we will move on to people. So who would you like to highlight, Alex?
1: Okay. So I have amazing people to highlight. There's Sarah Haas, which I had mentioned earlier. She um, runs a Facebook group and she also um, goes on to um, Brad's podcast really often and we have Gina who is uh, hosted with us before on this show and she's amazing and she's such a great friend and she's so supportive Amy Wishman, all her tweets like she also makes like like you were saying with Meta Machina, she also makes me look at things in a different way and like to see like how, how to take in things sometimes and I like really really appreciate that um Anna, from our group chat, I love you. You're also part of um, the Facebook group that Sarah runs. And she is so positive in light of everything that's going on right now and really carrying herself with a lot of, like, just strength and dignity. And I really, really appreciate that. Um, Madge, I got to see uh, Tross with her. And she is amazing and so sweet and so amazing. And she also loves Sarah J. Mass as much as you do. <laughs> so um, I just... Yes, I love all these people. Do you want? Do you want
0: to do the next ones? Sure. Um, I do want to say before I move on to some other ones, I I want to give like a huge shout out. We've already shouted out like everybody who's in our thirst order group chat, but like I, I remember when we started this group chat because I don't remember if it was like Caitlin or Charlotte, but they were just like, "Hey, I have this like." document with all of our fix on it like that we've been reading who wants them and so like we just like made this little group chat and ever since then like we just talk about whatever and freak out about stuff we still keep like a document going of all of the fix that we're reading and it's just really nice it's, it's a nice like escape to be able to go to and just like talk about Knives Out or like we all saw Little Women or like all of that so it's just absolutely amazing mm-hmm. I love you guys so much um, we wanted to give a shout out to Noreen who is the one who was in charge of Rosember. That went over so well. It was such an amazing idea and I just like uh, I applaud her. Like that was so amazing. And I hope we get to do a little bit more of that. Um, Amy from three hundred and sixty five Star Wars women, again, that is such an amazing initiative that she is doing and the fact that she's still going and she's still finding so many amazing women in Star Wars, like it's so inspiring to see. and like everything that she's done is just so, so good. Um Madison, who we mentioned earlier, and I wanted to say, so Madison her perfect. Perfect. So Madison wrote I know.
1: Fic last night. And posted it around midnight. I was still awake. You were asleep. I'm like, I'm like, I wonder what this is all about. I open it and I'm like in tears. I read it first thing this morning.
0: I'm like, guys, guys.
1: We're gonna we're gonna link yeah, this. We'll link it. Fic.
0: We'll link it. It's it's amazing. It's canon. It's canon. I'm sorry. <laughs> This is what happened after like, the movie ended. Yeah,
1: it's a one shot. It's rated teen, appropriate, like the the easiest read for me because I was like, yes
0: yes 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 canon yes canon
1: canon yes
0: <laughs> yes and like I, I was like taking screenshots and sending you and you're just like i know girl i know <laughs> i know <laughs> so good so good love it um we also wanted to thank uh christy carew who is an amazing composer oh my god i remember the first episode that she did with what the force like talking about music and like my brain exploded like they were talking about solo and I was like this is amazing I love this so much and she's composed music for a couple of podcasts she got to compose the music for the documentary Looking for Leia Like she is amazing her career is inspiring and she's gonna do amazing things in 2020 I just know
1: it and she's like the nicest person she's
0: so freaking nice I love her Mm -hmm. so much Um, And I'm sure we have left a lot of people out in our people category. We love you all. Um, But the last one on here is Hope. And I wanted to give a shout out to Hope because she is so nice. She's not part of like the relo community but she is so open to talking about shipping and like she really loves Thrawn. she came on here and she got to like give a review of the Thrawn book because like alex and aaron is into it but she's so like accepting and just willing to talk about anything and everything and that is really refreshing in like a fandom environment so that's super super awesome Moving on into artists, um, and I'm sure there's a lot of artists that we left off, but I do want to say, oh, 100%, 100%, yes. Um, This first one at Inks of Ren, her art is absolutely beautiful, but I wanted to include her because I actually got to go to dinner with her the other night, which was so cathartic to just talk about Tross like out loud to somebody and. It was just so nice, thank you so much for reaching out to me, and your tattoo looked beautiful. She had just gotten a tattoo that day, and it was beautiful, and she drew it herself, and just, yes, love it. Looking for frames for the art that she gave me right now.
1: (laughs) I think I'm going to like quickly go through all these people, because if I slow down, I'm going to completely tangent. Yes. But everyone here, you should follow them. I think for the most part, I have their Twitter handles. So, I know a lot of artists also use Instagram. Um, so, there's BBK Art, uh, Laura Beth, Solution. Uh, oh, Solution? I'm not sure. <laughs> Solution? Solution? She's very good. Um, Natalie Layden, After Blossom, Lithosaur. Uh, sorry. Nettie Nerperder, which we already mentioned her for her podcast earlier roberto draws he did that huge piece with all the women of star wars um artibus blossoms simone the raylo kenna jean she works at pixar and like her store like her really like sketch her rough sketches stuff it's so good um valkyrie art that's lady v um Buried bloom uh, who's also sally Hayes on instagram uh Elithian art Jim DeRue, Audrey Estock, and the French Unicorn. I'm for sure missing people.
0: Yeah, we definitely missed a couple of people, but there are so many amazing Reylo artists out there, and it's just, like, I love seeing what everybody does. Like, every time Kate posts something about, like, Walmart Kylo or draws Resistance, like, it's just amazing. And, yeah, I know, like, with Alex it It was amazing to me to see the last Jedi spark so much, like inspiration and creativity. um, and that's something that I think that, like the last Jedi is still inspiring and like still giving. Uh, mm-hmm. and i I really, really love that,
1: yeah. and i and I do I want to like just give an appreciation for all the people who were able to start drawing immediately after Tross, even though. They were sad about it that they were able to pull from that disappointment and create something. Basically like creating something out of something that hurt you and and giving it something better. Something that it potentially deserves. And I wasn't able to do that right away. I definitely was hurting and I didn't want to pick up a pencil for days. And I know how tough that must have been for the people who did it. And I still find it tough. Now I am drawing now, but is it is tough because my inspiration comes from the last Jedi, or it comes from the characters I love. It definitely doesn't come from the Rise of Skywalker as a story.
0: Yeah, I I I just want to say that I think the more distance we get from the Rise of Skywalker, like like you were talking about this earlier, like it's easier to just laugh at it because like if we're not laughing, we're crying. I do think it's gonna get better with time, and hopefully, we will find more characters to fall in love with, or we'll still be getting stories. Like we're still gonna get um, once it like the day after this episode comes out, the next issue of the Rise of Kylo Ren comes out, so we're still getting his story, which is <laughs> bittersweet. But I think as time moves on, hopefully, we'll find some new sources of inspiration as well.
1: Why do you think it's coming out a week early?
0: I don't know, because they pushed it it's up. It's weird. Yeah. Which is, see, that seems weird. Everything else regarding The Rise of Skywalker has gotten pushed back. Like, the art book got pushed back. Uh, I'm surprised that the book hasn't gotten pushed back. Like, it's a little weird. But, I love him. And I want to see Snoke in a funny hat.
1: So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that arm like coined by Andy, the armadillo Snoke. Yes,
0: if you haven't read uh, the first Rise of Kylo Ren, um, you need to. For one, it has um, important information that Trost doesn't want you to know. And two, Snoke, his outfit—he lives to push the boundaries of fashion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he is the next Padme. He is the next- <laughs>
0: so really when palpatine made a snow clone he was going off padme (laughs) is that what you're saying
1: oh my god no (laughs) oh god inspired by naboo fashion clearly
0: clearly clearly (laughs) (laughs) so now we're going to move on to thick writers and alex and i have we've gone on an interesting journey with thick i i think Especially, like, in the early days. You want to talk about it? Yeah, let's talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, that's kind of one of the ways that, like, we really started talking. Because, like, you were messaging me, and we were, like, talking about The Last Jedi, and we both realized that we, like, really liked Raylo And you were sending me fix, and, like, I was sending you fix. And, like, it just started, like, that was all we did, and, like, all we wanted to talk about (laughs) were fix. And we we were afraid to read like modern AUs. We were afraid to read like explicit fics. Like we went on a journey.
1: <laughs> um, it was interesting because at that time neither of us were really really deep in fandom yet, mm-hmm. and it was hard to find fic.
0: It was. It
1: was hard. It's it's very difficult to find good fic without like a support system. Yes, because I feel like all of the good fic that I read now is because. A friend recommended it to me, or it comes from an art, uh, um, an author that I, like, fully trust, and, uh, and they have a new fic, and I'm like, oh, of course I'm going to read it, because I love this author. Um, so now, it's easy to find good fic for us. But back then, it was a journey. Yes. <laughs> and that was, like, before...
0: <laughs> You know, all of that stuff happened with Tumblr. So like mostly everything we were finding yeah. was like on Tumblr.
1: <laughs> we we would go on Tumblr, which I don't know about you, but I still don't understand how to use Tumblr. Oh no, to this I, day. I do not
0: know how Tumblr works.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and back then I'm like, how am I gonna find this fic? And I would go I think there must have been one Tumblr account that would just like reblog, like reblog different people's fics, and I would go through that. Yeah.
0: And there is an account now, like a lot of people jump ship from Twitter. from Tumblr and are now on Twitter, so there are accounts that are doing that on Twitter, which is Mm -hmm. nice, because they give you, like, the rating and a summary and so you can kind of, like, skim through it, and sometimes there's, like, a mood board or whatever but, like, it was hard (laughs) to find stuff, and we, you know, I had read some fan fiction, like, I was a little bit of a dramione so I read some of that, and I was a little bit of a Jelsa so I was reading some of that, but, like, nothing major, and so when it came to like tags and like what I was looking for, I was like, I don't know, man. Like, and now
1: we know the exact tags that we want.
0: <laughs> we know all of the tags. We went through a journey where we we're like, what is ABO?
1: <laughs> still waiting for I Nat to explain don't it to fully, me. <laughs> I don't. I still don't fully understand ABO, but I can appreciate it, especially when it is um, Alpha Ray. Yes.
0: Yes. Alpha Ray is so good, mm-hmm. <laughs> so so good. Uh, I do want to give a shout out. We didn't put it on here, and I don't know if I can remember the author off the top of my head. But the thick that got us into modern AUs was
1: um the skating. Yes, one. it was a
0: figure skating AU. Blades Cross. Blades Cross. Who wrote that?
1: I'm gonna look it up.
0: I'll link it for sure. But it's a two shot. It's really long, but it's only like two chapters. And it was so yeah, it was so good, (laughs) and we were just blown away. We're like, "How is this literally what happened?" But they're figure skating. Um,
1: the Raylo Void. The Raylo Void. Yes. Uh, Thank you. Thank you for getting us into modern age. Yes,
0: that led us to so many things, and like I feel like uh,
1: this was also around the time where we started reading explicit. Also,
0: I think so as well.
1: Around the same time. Yeah,
0: because I remember like. You would send something to me, and you're just like, I, I mean, I don't
1: know. Like,
0: sure. <laughs> it's just, it's so, it's so funny to me, especially to go back to like some of the early ones that we read. And now I'm just like, oh man, this is so fluffy. I can't read this anymore. You have to I can't hurt read me first. This, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I want to be hurt until the last chapter. Yes, angst with a happy ending. This is what. See, if they fix trust, I'll love it because it's angsty, but we don't get a happy okay. ending. <laughs>
1: Here's the thing. I don't think I'll ever love trolls, That's true. But like I was saying to you today, the end, like the whole exicle act, if they gave me a happily ever after, I would like love that whole sequel. Yes. Because yes. the angst
0: is good. The angst is good. <laughs> the angst is, like I said, go read Madison's fic because it fixes it.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then I like if you watch that scene and then... Read Madison's fic. It's perfect.
0: It's perfect, absolutely. Um, but we do have a couple of authors that we definitely want to highlight and. All of these, except for one, have been writing um, "Fix It, Fix" that we're really into right now as well. So, like, there's a ton of authors out there that we really, really, truly love. And I might even include in the show notes like our um, master document where we've been keeping track of everything. If you want to check anything out, um, but the first person we want to highlight is Diasterisms, uh, Thea. Oh my God! You tell us about your journey with Sword of the Jedi, Alex.
1: <laughs> I was like. In fetal position, rocking myself <laughs> back and forth. Uh, it's so good! I, like that was like, oh man, I I would give anything to go back to that time. Um, because I remember. So this actually happened to we could plant a house also. Mm-hmm. Where I started reading it, I'm like, hmm why are they children? Yeah. <laughs> why are they so young? I'm like, I'm impatient. Like, um, okay. So, so in like, in, in Sword of the Jedi, there's two parts. And the first part is called like, young, like young gods. And I think Ray is like six in the first chapter. And Ben is like 16. Yeah. So it was like, I don't want to read this, <laughs> <laughs> but that one, they, they get older like pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. They're only
0: young for like, maybe four or five chapters.
1: Yeah. So that one is they it's a it's um it's an AU but in universe. So they grow up together at Luke's temple, like at his Jedi temple. And they um I don't know, like it's, I don't know how much of, info I wanna
0: give. It's kind of like an Alternate take on what could have been the sequel trilogy,
1: because mm-hmm. it, it it's it, very Hogwartsy. It's very
0: Hogwartsy. It it follows the beats of the sequel trilogy in like a very unique way, and it's split into two parts. It's oh man, I just remember reading to kingdom to come in like the last couple of chapters, like just break you. <laughs>
1: I don't know why. You, I don't know what you're talking about because the last chapter of the, Like Young Gods breaks you. I mean, I that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: like, uh, it's it's a very good fic. It's very, very good.
1: Thea's just very good in general. Yeah. All of her fics are Every, amazing. Everything
0: Thea writes, like, I'm here for. We really loved uh, Landscape of the Blur of Conquerors. Like, that was so, so good. I So many of her, like, smaller yeah. fics that are, like, just a couple of chapters, like... So
1: good. She knows
0: what we And I remember when I got out of The Rise of Skywalker, my first thought was, Thea will fix
1: this. And she literally posted she it that day. She posted
0: her yeah, fix so that day. Yeah, so
1: she has two... She has two ongoing fix right now. I kill giants. And... The Heartbreak Prince. <laughs> the Heartbreak Prince started before Trost, though, and I didn't start reading until after Trust because I just needed my, my broken heart to be mended, yes. and both of them are amazing. Yes. Amazing. Yes.
0: <laughs> 10 out of 10. Recommend.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, The Heartbreak Prince is a Hogwarts AU, by the way.
0: Yes. And it, it is – so, like, Alex and I have a – an interesting relationship with like, or at least I have an interesting relationship with like student I think teacher. Both of us. Yeah, both of us are
1: hesitant about it. Yeah,
0: we're, we're a little hesitant when it comes to like student teacher type of things. Um, I did mm-hmm. really love Intentio, which oh yeah, never finished. Really it's still a work in progress, but love it so yeah. much. Um, but I really lo- so like Ray is a seventh year, and Ben Solo is like the new Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher, and the mm-hmm. tr-
1: Oops. She is. Easy. But uh, you have to you have to mention she does turn 18 like in the second chapter or yes, something.
0: Yes, exactly. So
1: technically yeah. they're
0: like in universe Star Wars age basically. And yeah. since it's Harry Potter, it fits a little bit differently, but love it. Please go read that. <laughs> um the next one we're going to highlight is like a dev. So she wrote we could plant a house, we could build a tree. And I remember like everybody on twitter was reading it like um casme created like a whole reading group with it like her and um sunny poppy willow and everybody was talking about it and like we were just so unsure because we're like it starts when Ray seven (laughs) no
2: i
1: started i think she was like six i started reading it i think i got 10 chapters in this is when it wasn't that like she wasn't that far into the fic like i caught up to chapter 10 and it was I was completely caught up and I was like, okay, this fic, like, they're still like 11 years old. Yeah. So I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then it got a ton of um, attention on Twitter again, so I was like, okay, like, obviously I'm missing out on something. I'm going to go back to this fic. So I restarted it from the beginning and clearly, I like, I don't know what was wrong with me because it's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's perfect. It's so good. <laughs>
0: it, it's a modern AU and they are artists. And it's very... What I love about Bethany's writing is that the characters are very, like, real, and she's not afraid of, like, Ben's darkness and all of that, and I I like the, um, the settings that she puts her characters in, and this fic really takes you, like, literally through, like, their entire lives, and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful journey. I love the way the story ends. Alex gave me a print version of it for my birthday. Just like the best gift I've ever received. <laughs> like it's, it's so beautiful. And I, every time she writes a new fic, I'm just so excited to see what she's going to do. Cause she always does things mm-hmm. in a very different way. I feel
1: always very in character. And I have to say that this fic does our, like, angst into the last chapter perfectly. Mm-hmm. There's only, like, one chapter of Happily Ever After. And I'm like, yes. Yes. Yes, this is what I want. Yes.
0: Oh, on a similar note, we don't have it listed here. And you might have to remind me of the author. But a proposal by any other name. <gasps> yes. So, th- so good. So this fic, again, it does that, like, it saves up. All of the happiness for like the last chapter, and it's it's a fluffier fic. It's a, um
1: it's not too fluffy though. It's not too fluffy. Like, yeah, I like it,
0: it. it's a um, an AU for Leap Year, I'm the movie Leap Year, yeah.
1: which is so it's good. Lu- Lucid Lucy.
0: Lucid Lucy. Yes, mm-hmm. it's such a good fic, and that last chapter. <laughs> I just think about it and, like, burst into oh, tears.
1: that made me cry for, like, two Days. hours. Days.
0: Which <laughs> just so good. Like, that's the way Alex and I like it. We're like, we want pain until, like, the last second. <laughs> but even though,
1: like, the epilogue of that was, like, I was crying still, even oh, though she yeah. was happy ever after. Well,
0: that's because she, like, really drove the knife in. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Do you want to talk about um, this next one?
1: Violet Wilson? Mm-hmm. Okay, so she goes by Rights on Twitter and Violet Wilson on AO3, and we discovered her, I think, from her uh, 20s yes. AU. Yes, yes. And I don't I don't think that one's completed at all, but we are huge fans of that AU. <laughs> um, Ray and Ben are detectives. They're, um... <laughs> I th- wait, are they detectives? They're detectives. They're like, they're, yeah. they're investigating
0: so, um an art theft. Mm-hmm. It's very Gatsby. And
1: very 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 Gatsby. Um Poe is hilarious in this. Book. <laughs> um Snoke is in it. Um it was written post slash Jedi. and Oh, also What? They are pretending to be
0: married or they're pretending oh, to be yeah. engaged. And-
1: and Leia loves
0: Ray. Yes. Yes. Oh, man. Thanks. Oh, so good. So good. Uh, she um, also wrote the amazing uh, tweet fic, Burner Phone. Yeah. That was like a I phenomenon. Everyone,
1: everyone got into Burner Phone. Yes. That was like the timeline was so cleansed that week.
0: Yes. It was just like. I, I couldn't believe it. Like I think everybody read burner phone. Like everybody knew what was going on. That was so good. And I recently found out that she said that she got like a new phone, so like the screen is bigger. And she's like, ah oh, yes, for my tweet fix. <laughs> <laughs> love it. We love
1: tweet fix. Yes, I love tweet fix. Mm-hmm. They're great. They're so
0: much fun. And like there are some like there are some that like people do like it's like a Twitter or like on a phone or people do it that way or they just like do little sections of things like there are a couple that we're reading right now and they're just mm-hmm. really fun I think it's an interesting um, crossover from Tumblr because a lot of people were saying that they would post like short little drabbles or whatever on Tumblr and they weren't sure how to translate that into Twitter and I like to see like how that has evolved and how people are trying to do that mm-hmm. it's really interesting so this next one <laughs> Her name is Jules. Uh, She goes by Violet. Is it Violet Hour or Violet Whore? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) 666. We love her. Her fix are pretty kinky, to be fair. (laughs) Um, But she has one that is literally nine.
1: Our favorite? Yes. Like, is that. um,
0: Oh my God. I know. I can't think of the name of it. (laughs) Catch Me, I'm Falling. Mm -hmm. Catch me, I'm falling. There
1: we go. Catch me, if you've been listening, I'm falling. <laughs> if you've been listening to us for a while, I'm sure we, we've talked about it on on here before.
0: This was the fic where we were like, This is nine. This is what we want to nine the one, to be. That's
1: the one where they go to Endor. They go to
0: Endor. Mm-hmm.
1: There's a cabin. There's a cabin on Endor. On Endor. <laughs> <laughs> Things happen in that cabin.
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah, it's a two shot she it's a two shot but it's long
0: yeah it's a long it's a long one but it's a two shot she I really like her her shorter ones because she also has one practice makes perfect she also has one called practice okay. makes perfect which is like a three shot oh
1: and you know what else what the beast you've made me oh my god
0: <laughs> everything she wrote that one but that one's not complete either no. uh, that one I love that one
1: I love that one I really love that one yes <laughs>
0: Everything she writes, so like I said, like her fix are a little bit like kinkier, like definitely 18 plus. But yeah. her characterization of Ray and Ben is just so good. Mm-hmm. And like the, her smut is done really well. It's amazing. And I always look forward to her fix. I'm always really excited to see yeah. like what she's doing. It's like her and Bethany are not afraid to like go a little bit darker on like the realism scale
1: on um, and in modern yeah in
0: modern AU yeah, modern um, AU. yeah. Mm. oh I love it it's so so good I'm really excited to see where her fix it vic is gonna go because like like we said like it's a modern AU but it's a fix it vic. so like I'm I'm really excited to see what that's gonna be like
1: and then we have Gino, too. And we both love her fix a <laughs> <laughs> uh, She has two a, fix a, right now. Okay, yeah. Well, I, I think I was thinking about the sixth shot yes. one. And that one is five parts are done now. So there's only one more chapter unless she extends it. Um, and that one is them on, um, on Tatooine. It's very good. Yes. Very good. It's very good.
0: There were two beds, but...
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, she reversed the only one bed trope really... Really like, well. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs>
0: really well. It's... Yeah, that one's called... Uh, is it to each one a burning sun?
1: Yeah, I just refer to it as burning sun. Yeah. But yeah. We
0: shorten the names of everything, so sometimes we have to go back and <laughs> remember... But, yeah, it's done really well. And Gino is just, like, a really hilarious individual online. Like, she's a really good person to follow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm I am really excited for that fic to wrap up because you know that that last chapter is just going to be, like, happily ever after goodness. So the last one for our fic writer section, and like I said, we left off so many other amazing good ones, but, like, for what we have now, this last one wrote... Probably one of our favorite fics called Satellites, and I'm going to let you talk about it because you love this fic.
1: <laughs> I love this fic. It's an in-ver- in-universe AU where Ben is a senator and Ray is his Jedi, um,
0: bodyguard. bodyguard,
1: so it's kind of like a reverse on Attack of the Clones. <laughs> it's very good, guys. Yes. They go to Barrachino. Yes. They spend
0: a lot of this stick on Naboo.
1: (laughs) And, oh, also this fic is an AU where Anakin doesn't turn to the dark side. Padme is alive and is a good grandmother. Yes. And Anakin is is Rey's master. Mm -hmm. And to this day, Padme and Anakin's relationship is still a secret. (laughs) As it is amazing because padme is so present and she is so clever because we've been you we know padme is very smart and clever and she knows exactly what's going on
0: yes yes this one is by um nimja and again Mm -hmm. like her her characterization of ben solo especially like as a senator is really good and i just love that like So since we're in, like, a universe where, like, the Jedi Order is still going on, like, Rey was Anakin's Padawan, it's really interesting to see them navigate this relationship. And it's almost like, you know, are they going to repeat the mistakes that we saw, like, in actual canon, like, in Attack of the Clones? Like, are they going to repeat Anakin and Padme's mistakes, like, trying to keep their relationship a secret?
1: It's really it's
0: good. It's really good. It doesn't update <laughs> that often. Uh, she's been but doing it for a while, updates, but though. it does update. It,
1: it doesn't, like, like it's not it's not finished, it's not completed, but she does update it once in a while, and it's the best surprise when I get that email that it updates. Yes, yes. The best surprise. Is there
0: hair braiding um, in that?
1: Oh, okay. Well, then I'm just going to make a shout out to all fix that include hair <laughs> braiding, because that is, like my favorite thing to read
0: and fix the key and to alex's heart is hair braiding
1: angst and hair bra- and like <laughs> alderanian hair braiding. when i
0: read a regular book and i come across hair braiding like i get excited too but the second i see it i'm like oh man <laughs> alex is reading this like i think i'm pretty sure it was a curse so dark and lonely it was like the most recent one
1: Oh yeah, I, I just got that from the library. Yeah, so, so
0: good. Uh, Serpent and Dove has hair braiding, very nice. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but for me specifically, it's the Alderanian. The hair meaning, braiding.
0: yes, exactly. The meaning.
1: Ever since reading Leia, Princess of Alderaan, that scene in that book, love it. Um, what's that fic that I always go back and I just read the same four chapters all the time because of the hair braiding? What fic is that?
0: Um, it was like the half-blood prince thing.
1: Yeah, that was a good trope she used with the half-blood prince. Um, footnotes. 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 I go back. I think I don't remember which chapters. It if it's like chapters like six to ten, it's somewhere in there, and I just read the same four chapters all the time because the hair braiding is done so well in that fic. <laughs> it's my favorite.
0: Yes. It's so good. <laughs> oh, and while I was scrolling through this document looking for that, I wanted to bring up um, Kate Corain who wrote Play to Win.
2: Play to Win. <gasps> how do we forget her? Play
0: to Win is probably my <laughs> favorite Ray It's so, so good. good. It's a gamers AU. I love it. And I love how she does her AUs. So she started like a Falconry one, um, which... I don't know if she's abandoned it or she'll go back to it. It was it didn't get a whole lot of chapters, but then she started another one, which was like Dungeons and Dragons, and like she teaches me <laughs> so much <laughs> about these like other aspects of like nerddom that I, and I just love it. And her characters are so good and so realistic, and it's amazing. I think right now she's working on adapting Play to Win into an original novel, and I am buying the heck out of that book when that happens. Okay so good
1: play to win is so good
0: yes so
1: good i remember
0: back in the days when play to win was updating remember when we were going to vegas
1: yeah (laughs) oh man
0: (laughs) so good Okay, so we're going to move on to shops, and we have three shops in particular that we really want to highlight. And there are so many amazing fan-made creations out there, um, which in this day and age, especially if you're feeling like really burned by Disney, like go find your favorite creators because I guarantee you they are making stuff that they want you to buy. Um, So we have Squadron Goals, Modern Mouse Boutique, and Best Coast Cross Stitch. Yeah, I said that right. Best Coast Cross Mm -hmm. Stitch. Yes. (laughs)
1: So yeah, squadron goals. It's a lot of pins. We both have a ton of, her, ton of her pins. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really good quality. And I think, do you have a blanket also?
0: I don't. I wanted to get her droid blanket, but I didn't.
1: Oh. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. I think I only have pins and the necklace, mm-hmm. the the side necklace. That's right. Yeah. But, um. Oh, I want to wear that with my good boy Ben Solo sweater. I think.
0: I, I have two of her stickers. I have her sad boy Porg Kylo and one of her hearts um, for Ray on my car. (laughs) Which I really love. (laughs) Looks really good. And that's um, CT from Who Talks First. So good. Mm -hmm. Love her stuff so much. And with Modern Mouse Boutique, so that is um, my good friend Angie Taylor. So she is also part of Network 1901. So it's kind of like our sister shop. And she makes... Uh, custom handmade mouse ears and they are so good. Like I know a lot of people make mouse ears but I've never found anybody's that I like as much as I like Angie's. Angie
1: is like the OG though. She really is. Like, I mean She was like, I don't know if she was the first shop to start but she was like I, I would say the first shop to really like push the boundaries of like the design yes. and stuff and um and like you like Ariana Grande even had like a pair of her Leia ears yeah. and like went to went on Space Mountain with yeah. them. Yeah. Like it's it's wild. Yeah.
0: It's so crazy and so they're she, very comfortable.
1: Yeah. Mhm. The the headbands are really comfortable and she doesn't only do Star Wars, she does like all Disney, Pixar, stuff, Marvel stuff. I have uh, a pair of Captain Marvel ears and um
0: She's making us some Reylo ones. Yes. Yeah, she has a lot of different characters. Like I have um, a couple of her princess ones, like I have Belle and Rapunzel. Um, She does Harry Potter, but she did recently release, or is in the process of releasing a new Star Wars line, and she is making us some Reylo ears. I'm really excited about them, they look really good.
1: (laughs) I think as of today, when this drops, she dropped half of the collection yesterday, so on Monday. And then she's dropping the other half the next week. And I think that she is dropping some more extra Raylow pairs. Yes.
0: Yeah. And these are, if you wear these in the park, like if you wear Modern Mouse ears in the park, People will come up to you and be like, yeah. "Oh my God, oh, where did yeah. you get those ears?" Like, cause I, I wore some last time I went to Disney. Like Alex has worn them. You took them on your cruise too, didn't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, these are really nice to have in the park. Uh, I think her new Star Wars ones are gonna be amazing for Galaxy's Edge. Uh, so if you're planning a Galaxy's Edge trip, or if you are going to like Celebration next year, like you should really pick yourself up a pair of these ears. So the last one, um, Best Coast Cross Stitch, she does a lot of different um, cross stitch patterns and they're really cute, but we really wanted to highlight her because I tweeted recently about how Rey Skywalker is all the Jedi, but Rey no one is all of us, and she adapted that into a cross stitch pattern, and it's so pretty, (laughs) and it makes me really, really happy. Uh, I wanted, I needed, I don't know how to cross stitch, but it makes me want to learn. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so the next two things before we get into the, everyone else's submissions is I wanted to mention looking for Leia, which we both watched last week, mm-hmm. and it's amazing, and it really um, spoke to us, and I think it will speak to a lot of women in this fandom about there's no proper way to be a Star Wars fan, and that we are all valid and we all have a spot here, we can all celebrate our fandom in different ways, and it's amazing.
0: Yes, that is absolutely right. I felt really seen watching that, which was amazing, and I think that was her intention. And like sci-fi picked it up so you can watch it like on sci-fi right now Mm -hmm. um they sci-fi has put all of the episodes on youtube and they're pretty short like we were able to watch all seven of them like in one go
1: unfortunately though i think it's only available in the u.s right
0: yes yeah so there is that i will say um rabbit is dead but there is a thing called cast that we tried and it worked mm-hmm. pretty well until yeah. I bumped my <laughs> connection. <laughs> but that was a good way to be able to yeah. like bridge that. Gap. And like
1: I'm hoping that it does become av- available here because I want to support it too. Like I want to be able to like rent it or buy it or however I can support it when it comes here. And then the last thing is Celebration Anaheim 2020. That is coming up quickly. It is this year. I mean, August is still in a while. It's still technically winter, but it is coming up quickly. Last time it came up so fast, (laughs) Chicago. Um, Soon, I'm sure, like, Media Pass applications are going to open. Different things are going to start opening. I know that some people are really um, feeling... that they don't want to go to the event anymore and there are also a lot of people who are not going to be going to the event but they're going to be hanging out in Anaheim that whole weekend so there's going to be tons of meetups tons of chances to just meet people that that feel about Star Wars the way that you do Um, Chicago was a really great experience where there didn't feel like there was any boundaries between different types of fans and it was really, really open and, and wonderful and amazing. Um, there were so many women there. And that's something that I didn't feel like when I to see The Rise of Skywalker in like the downtown IMAX cinema, I, I think our group was the only group that was just women. The yeah. other women in the cinema seemed to be there with like boyfriends or like guy friends. Um, but at Celebration, there were huge groups of women. There were so many women there.
0: Yes. Yeah, I know a lot of people are starting to feel a little bit, like, disheartened about going, but honestly, like, Celebration was, like, the best experience of my life, like.
2: Yeah. And
0: what made it so great was, yeah, like, being there with everybody, being able to yeah, see everybody.
1: That's 100% the best thing about Celebration is being with everyone. Like I said, not getting into the, that tross panel, like, it didn't, it didn't matter because I had such a better time. With friends, yeah, like watching it in like in a small room. Yeah, we um, we
0: went to the Sky Talkers uh, panel early, and they were there, and like BB Kate Art was there. Um, Katie Pohat Dameron, shout out to you! You're amazing. Oh, we forgot her. <laughs> amazing. Yes, she has given me so much knowledge about Darth Maul that I am so thankful for. Um, but yeah, like being able to see that panel with all of them. Was honestly better than being in a room with like a million people, in my opinion. So, for
1: us, like just being in downtown Chicago, walking over to get some deep dish pizza with other friends, like those are the moments that I keep from celebration. There's all this amazing, we had this background that was all Star Wars, yes, but like my focus was always like all the people we got to meet and spend time with. So I think Anaheim's gonna be just like that. And the great thing about Anaheim is most of us are gonna all be staying in Anaheim and it's not gonna be commuting and everything. We'll be able to walk to each other's like hotels or different bars or go to downtown Disney or just like hang out. It's gonna be it's gonna be so easy.
0: Yes. Yeah. So we're both like super excited. Um hopefully lipstick and lightsabers will have like a big presence there like we're going to bring stuff we're going to have pens and stickers and yeah for sure we're just excited to see all of you guys like it's going to be amazing yeah. and if you are on the fence about going or if you know maybe it just doesn't seem like something you want to do anymore like it's totally okay but mm-hmm. i the the crazy thing about celebration and i know this isn't everybody's experience but we just didn't encounter any like angry, hateful people. Like, there was that one girl who was like sassy about my pins. But like, that was it. Everybody else was like really, like we talked to people in line, like Mm -hmm. it was an amazing experience.
1: And if you want to get pins from us, we'll be at all the publishing panels. Yes. We've already talked about that. (laughs) We're going to go to all the publishing panels. We'll be at Hopefully at the Mandalorian Season 2 panel because we'd love to see the first episode yeah. if that's a thing that they do. Hopefully new animated show panel. It'll be really fun. There's yeah. so much to love about Star Wars. Hopefully we get to meet someone cool. Like I don't know if Kelly Marie Tran would even consider going I hope anymore. she does, though. But if she did, we will be first in line to buy a photo op with her. 100%. For sure.
0: I want to meet Anthony and talk about cats with him.
1: <laughs> by then we'll have to watch cats yes. so we can have a good conversation yes. with him about it Though, but yeah Anthony Carboni um, his love like let's add him into this whole appreciation <laughs> thing his whole like cats thing he has going on right now brings me so much joy even though I haven't seen it yet his Instagram stories are hilarious <laughs>
0: uh, that's amazing oh I wanted to bring up somebody else I just thought of somebody else um, Mary <laughs> she is Amazing, Mary Scavenger. Um, she's been dropping in and out recently, but she is in med school, doing her best, doing amazing. Girl, I love you, and love you're amazing. You. Yes. Keep doing amazing things. You're going to be an amazing doctor. <laughs> Okay, but with that, we are going to move in to the submissions from you guys. We got a lot of submissions on Twitter, uh, a couple emails, and then like I said earlier, we got one voice submission, which will be at the end. Um, we're going to kind of uh, popcorn these off, so would you like to start us out?
1: Okay, so the first one is from Sid underscore Solo, and she says, hey, at Rights, at The Force Bond, at Slimo, and and at uh, use the horse ray, have really made me feel like this fandom is a place where we, you can be yourself. A place where you can state your opinions and discuss with people who won't attack you for even having an opinion. At like a dove underscore, we could plant a house and build a tree, was the first fan fiction I ever read. Her writing completely opened my eyes to a beautiful new world I had no idea existed.
0: Yeah, and shout out to Slimo, who's doing the gods work.
1: Oh my god. Yes. I feel embarrassed for not putting her.
0: She's doing the God's work. Yes. <laughs>
1: Slimo, and we also met Sleemo at Celebration, and she is like the sweetest, humblest person, and she puts so many hours into this fandom, I don't know how she has time to sleep.
0: Yeah, and she's she not actually sleep. Kelly Marie Tran. I know a lot of people think she is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <But laughs> Sleemo, Slimo, remember to drink water and get good sleep. Yes.
0: We're rooting for you. <laughs> All right, so the next one is from at VictoriousSec13, um, otherwise known as Libby. She said, So at these little fics is the one who brought me into this fandom from our main accounts. She is an amazing writer, especially dialogue. Good smut, too, if you're into that sort of thing. She just needs to know how much she is appreciated. I think she gets down on herself and just needs the encouragement. I love Skylar. Please give her a shout out. And then she, Aww. I know, her fics are really good. Uh, then she went on to say at be Good underscore amy has been such a fun friend for me to bounce ideas off of a great writer of all kinds of au's for Raylo. she's close to my age which is great and she is so much fun she has been a beta for my own writing and i am so glad to know her another smut sister too if you mention it lol
1: <laughs> okay so the next one jedi 39496148 said erin quinton 78 i found via retweet has a great take on Tross that is fair and balanced. His tweets are spot on, positive, and welcoming.
0: At Julep0405 said, My Raylo text group is filled with the most passionate, intelligent, talented women who love Star Wars and these characters. At Jana underscore RPW, at Andy Sings, and at Texatonia.
1: So Amy Wishman says, I'd like to thank Gina Sanders for being an amazing friend. She's a great listener and encourager and my cheerleader. She is a podcaster, fic writer, and overall positive presence. We are blessed to have her in the Star Wars fandom.
0: Andy from the Raylo Alliance said, I am very grateful for the friends that I've made. And we are very grateful for you, Andy.
1: So grateful. Okay, so May Raylo has a lot of people to thank. So we're going to popcorn off of each other for this one. So the first one is peace, love, and raylo. This is such an uplifting thing, and I love this. Madison of doing talking podcasts. Madison Thames is not only my cousin, but one of my dearest friends. We have a bit of an age gap. I live in Southeast Asia for now, and she's back in the USA. I'm uh, I'm a mom, which creates challenges sometimes for maintaining friendships. But Star Wars has been a common denominator throughout the years. She creates such moving art and I love her podcast. She's she's a light in the fandom, but I love her to pieces for her sense of humor. We have laughed and cried together over the years, with Star Wars being there for us to gab about, speculate over, and be that positive thing. I love you, Madison. I'm so happy to call you friend, too.
0: So her second point is Tam, at Voice Dimplosives writes the most gorgeous, <laughs> most she writes the most glorious, angsty, vivid, cinematic, moving, hopeful fanfic writer ever. <laughs> Her character development is phenomenal. The UST and URT is subtle but outstanding. The payoff is always there and oh my god, she is just amazing. She is genuine, kind, and such a lovely woman on to top it off. She is amazing.
1: 3 Sia Kylo Ren Vivo is truly amazing. I'm not exaggerating when I say if I'm stuck in, on a desert island, all I need is all of her works in printed version. I agree. I with totally that. agree. <laughs> <laughs> She's literally genius with such a command of prose. Um, and I fangirl for hours when she responds to my reviews. She's just lovely, and I could read her forever.
0: Four, Blast Point's podcast is uplifting and positive and hilarious. Their insights are genius and their sound effects are perfection. Totally agree on that. <laughs> I always come away from listening to them uh, beaming and feeling better about the world.
1: Five, Sky Talkers. They make my world and Star Wars experience beautiful. They are inspiring and so amazing, and I just love listening to them.
0: Six lipstick and lightsabers. I am so thankful to add this to my podcasting experience. This has been a delight to binge through and follow along with this year. Thank you, ladies.
1: Thank you for including us. <laughs> Thank you. Seven friends of the forest podcast is insightful, and I enjoy all the interviews. And it's such a sp- uh, and it's such a safe place for discussion under the framework of positivity.
0: Eight Uteeny, I'm. Utini and Living Force Podcast are the fandom experience I didn't know I was missing. I love all the deep dive into the variety of books under the LF umbrella. And I do want to say, I have heard of Utini, and I've thought about getting into it, but I'm not sure about it because I know that it has EU books too, so if anybody has more information you can hit me up.
1: Mm -hmm. Lastly, 9. Honestly, every fanfic writer out there for having the courage to share your thoughts, words, story, and heart. Oh, I agree with
0: that. Yeah, 100%. So the next one is from The Bookish Jedi, otherwise known as Sarah. She said, I think Alex from Star Wars Explained makes the fandom a better place as he has balanced opinions and gives every piece of content a try. Alex and his wife Molly host a weekly Q&A on their YouTube channel to try to answer people's questions about Star Wars.
1: Their YouTube channel is awesome. Yes. I totally agree. Yeah. Next is Cat uh, Ke- uh kettles yeah jen okay (laughs) at rage and ruin has been an endless supply of inspiration to me and has created arguably the most beautiful renaissance style paintings of rain kylo ren meme wizard at bbk art has really uplifted the fandom with her art and humor so true at mary uh mary c gould and at black underscore tim uh, for what the force show and ashes for foxes and Lizzie romaine for opening my eyes and heart and mind to women's stories and myth they have genuinely changed my life and all of, all of the amazing women who contribute in so many ways to the amazing fan to the amazing fandom at jenny e nicholson at vibes with raylo at kate Corraine, at chrissy carew to name a few we have been kicked aside by canon but we will come back stronger than they ever could imagine
0: that's right <laughs> Absolutely right. So at uh Viwi writes Rights uh, Violet said, "Listen, at Coraine, at Art of Stardust, at Raylo Source, at Molly um Mixlack, and at Ashes for Foxes planned an event and rented a whole entire theater for so the Raylos could watch Tross together. It was amazing and we love them. I love that that event went over so well and I'm so glad that so many people got to see that movie together. That was really, really awesome.
1: I wish I could have gone to a big one, but I was really happy going with Madge and Denise. Yeah. Next, Donnie Jeep. There are so many people in the fandom I would love to give a shout out to, but I really want to talk about Mary Claire and her What the Force podcast. First, she's a wonderful human being. Second, thanks to her and her podcast, I've learned fantastic things about myths, religion, and of course the heroine's journey. It was an epiphany for me, and as a Star Wars fan, as a writer, and as a person. Third, I've discovered, third, I've discovered a lot of great people through her show, people who also make great content. Ty and her meta video, Christy, who is a great composer as she is a great music analyst, Alex King, who wrote a brilliant book about KOTOR, and after I've listened to him on What the Force, I checked his conversation with Madison on Doing Talking, another great person and great podcast, and so on and so on. Um, funny things I've also discovered lipstick and lightsabers thanks to Mary Claire it was when she talked about Disney bounding with Shannon Disney bound was another great find for me and that's how I learned about Network 1901 I've discovered Alex and her arts and all the fangirls who share their stories in the podcast so many great people it grows in a positive and exponential way and I love it I love Mary Claire and I love all of you for being part of the universe I love you so much thank you
0: that's so nice thank you (laughs) I really I really love hearing that lipstick and lightsabers resonates with people because that was a really big thing when we were gonna create this. I really wanted it to be for everybody and for it to be a place mm-hmm. where people could share their voices. So I love that it has resonated yeah. with people.
1: And we're getting close to one year anniversary. Oh we
0: are! Oh, my God. What?
1: I don't know what the date was of the first episode. Oh,
0: but. I have to look. It was, like, ah, I I did it so that it would back end, like, right into celebration. So, I'll have to look it up. Did it, it start
1: up. at the end of February or early March? I think
0: so. Yeah.
1: Soon.
0: Yeah. We kicked it off, and then the first ever story episode was from Nettie, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, so these next two were emails that I got. So this first one is from Ashley Pauls, otherwise known as at Jedi Ash 1. She said, my favorite piece of art inspired by the sequel trilogy is the set of Rey and Kylo prints from Michael...
1: Matsumoto.
0: Matsumoto called Awakened. I have this hanging on my wall in my memorabilia room, and it's even more special to me because my dad bought it bought them for me as a gift. I love Ray and Kylo so much, and I think these peaches capture their dynamic so beautifully. And she also linked the pieces with
1: Oh yeah. They they, they are oh, beautiful. Wow. I've yeah. seen them before.
0: Yes. Oh man, that's
1: very nice.
0: I'll link these down below too, so you guys can see them. <laughs> but they are beautiful. Oh man, I love I love Raylo so much, so much. Oh god.
1: <laughs> next email is from our friend Allie. She said, "Maria at May of uh, May Art of the Galaxy is seriously one of the sweetest people ever. Her love and positivity shines so brightly as her love of Star Wars constantly flows through her Twitter feed." And her care for and support of her friends is always present. She has supported me so much through from the day I met her, and I'm very grateful. Her love of the Star Wars, uh, her love of Star Wars, especially Resistance, is so wonderful to all we see. She is such a bright light in the fandom and is such an amazing friend. Also, shout out to both of you as well for being wonderful and for everything amazing you guys do. Love you both. Love
0: you. Abby. Love you. Did she get a ticket for celebration? I know she was. Trying.
1: I think she's on the, is she on the waitlist? I think so. Ally, if you're I going, to see
0: her. like, you gotta hit us up.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, the problem, though, too, is it's at a weird time of year if her university goes back to, I think. That's true. People in school.
0: Yeah, I was looking at it because I'm, I'm like, in this weird limbo with, like, trying to go back to school, which is probably still not gonna happen this year, but that's, like, when, that's, like, the first week of school for my university, so it, it mm-hmm. is a weird time of year. Um, which is unfortunate because, like, I know, like, you know, Star Wars is for kids, and it's hard for them to like get out of school mm-hmm. and go to that. So, our last submission is a voice message from Maria at Blurred Girl Jedi, which we will play for you now.
2: Hi, Alex and Shannon, it's me, Maria. Um, wanted to leave you a quick message she said you wanted to hear some positive vibes in fandom and I think there's a lot to be happy about right now in fandom overall um, the Clone Wars is coming back February 17th uh, there's gonna be a ton of merch associated with that um, super excited about that the celebration is this year man the Galaxy's Edge is now up and running with both rides um, there's so much to be happy about, even if you know the rise of Skywalker didn't go the way you planned. Um, at least it's finished, like it's over. You know, either way you look at it, it's done. Um, so that's kind of fun, you know, to have something on screen, and and they did answer some of the questions. So whatever, and and you know what, like it's cool I've been a Clone Wars fan forever and I never even got an answer to what happened at the end like how did all this wrap up you know and we're finally going to get that after all these years so I'm really excited for that Um, I don't know anything positive from The Rise of Skywalker Uh, Babu Frick he's cute Dio he's cute Um, I like the elephant people the dancing elephant people they're amazing so cute so there's a lot there's a lot there that you know is positive there's some some things there to celebrate but most importantly like it's okay to disagree with people you know it's it's okay if you don't see eye to eye with everybody Um, just you know remember to be respectful I think is the key is making sure that these guys and whoever is is you know, being cool about it. It's okay. Uh, we got so much more to look forward to. The Mandalorians coming back. Uh, Clone Wars is coming back. Celebrations happening. Kenobi's happening. Ryan Johnson's movie is going to get started in a little bit. Um, there's so much to look forward to. Um, so, and Project Luminous, whatever it is, I want to know what it is. That's what I want to know. I just want to know what it is. So, there are some. positive things happening in fandom. Those are the things that I'm most excited about. Thanks for listening. I'll see you on that Twitterverse. Bye.
0: Thanks, Maria. Thank you so much, Maria. I wanted to give one last shout out before we started to wrap this up. One last one. One last one. (laughs) I want to give a huge shout out to my mom, My mom is supportive of everything that I've done, which I am so unbelievably thankful for. She is always there for me, like, whatever I want to try, whatever I want to do. We watch Star Wars together, and it's amazing because she never got into star wars because she saw the first one on a date and she didn't like it and she didn't like the guy she was going with um but since i got into it she started watching it with me and she's just like i love seeing her get excited about the movies she loves c-3po she loves ig11 from the mandalorian and i'm just really excited to experience more Star Wars with her. I'm really thankful for her. I love you, Mom. If you're Very listening well to this. <laughs> okay. So, thank you guys all so much for sending all of that in and thank you guys so much for being this amazing community that you are. Like for real, this is why We wouldn't exist
1: without Exactly. You guys.
0: Like this is why we're here <laughs> This is what, like, we want, and we want to share that with everybody. So many people talk about how toxic fandom is or how toxic regalos are, blah, 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 and it's not true, and this is proof of that. Like, you guys are amazing. You guys are what makes this fandom so amazing, and we are so thankful for every single one of you guys. So, uh, next up from us will be the beginning of our Mandalorian series, Makeup and Mandalore. And in our first episode, we will be doing a primer where we're going to talk about the Mandalore episodes from the animated series. Like we said earlier, I will link that uh, down below if you guys want to watch it. If you have any thoughts or ideas or maybe some specific things that you want us to touch on, be sure to reach out and let us know um, because we definitely definitely want to hear that. I know for me, like diving into Mandalore is like a new experience. I'm looking at it with new eyes. And it's like,
1: it's so much information. Mm -hmm. I'm like watching the, I'm watching, I started watching the episodes, I think I'm like six or seven episodes into the TV show watch list. And I'm like taking notes. I'm like, do I need this information? <laughs> There's so much information coming at me right now.
0: See, like I I handwrite notes because that's just how my brain works. And so like I'll write stuff, and then I'm like, am I gonna type all this? Do I need all this? Did I write? Too much? <laughs> so I'm gonna start my rewatch. Yeah. Soon we were, we had to finish you first, and now I'm gonna start my rewatch. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Maybe I'll make. So my as mom of right watching. now. As of right now, we have a schedule through to mid-March. Yes. After that, we do not really have a a set-in-stone plan. We probably have a list of ideas that we can pull from, but if anyone has anything specific we should cover, let us know. Um, I saw someone mention us talking more about Sarah J. Max. Which is totally doable. Potentially, because her book also comes out in March. Her new book. Maybe we'll talk about it a bit. Um, I really love right now on Twitter that people are throwing around a lot of good book wrecks to heal, to like books that have happily ever afters that people are really healing by reading, mm-hmm. them. Um, so that could be an idea too.
0: Definitely, yeah. I, I think we could approach that from a really interesting angle because of how her books kind of, like, shaped our view of, like, Raylo and everything.
1: Yeah.
0: I think it'd be really interesting. I I love Sarah J. Maas. I'm really excited for her new book. It's gonna be a treat after reading (laughs)
1: the Tross novel. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe Tross will be a treat. Maybe it will. Maybe.
0: (laughs) I keep trying to remind myself of the solo novelization. Like, I swear by the solo novelization.
1: It might be good. Who knows?
0: Maybe it'll be, like, another rots novelization that book's so good but who knows so good. i don't know so
1: good i will i'm sending a shout out to ever whoever handles the whole uh revenge of the sith novelization quote twitter account <sighs> i don't know who runs it But they're so but good you're doing a great job
0: you are living the dream Um, But yeah, we do have a set schedule pretty much uh, as far as discussion episodes go until about mid-March. But what we don't have a set schedule for are our Friday episodes. So please be thinking about sending in your Star Wars stories to us. Like I said at the top of the show, we are totally willing to work with you. Whatever situation you have, you can record on your phone, you can record on your laptop, you can write it out, we can read it for you, whatever you need. What we're looking for is how you got into Star Wars, how you engage with fandom. How it has impacted your life and what you are looking forward to most this year in Star Wars. So, what are you looking forward to in 2020, or what are you hoping to see more of from Star Wars? That can be more female directors. That could be Ryan Johnson's trilogy. That could be anything. We just want to hear from you guys.
1: Or record yourself talking about how amazing Deborah Chow is.
0: Yeah, exactly. You can just record yourself talking about Mandalorian, like whatever you want. Like our our Friday episodes. <laughs> are for you guys to, like, raise your voices and to be loud and to talk about what you love. Um, So we're always here for you for that. We are here to work with you however you need. Uh, You can send that in to lipsticklightsabers1901 at gmail.com. You can also reach us that way if any questions. You can find us on Twitter at lip underscore lightsabers. I'm at McCarter Shannon. Alex is at Alex Leonis. Uh, We are there all the time, sometimes at sad hours, but not always.
1: <laughs> I I tend to hide out in DMs when the timeline gets really bad. Yeah.
0: That's that's definitely a mood. <laughs> or I just or like crawl I'll back hide. into my books that I'm reading.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> which by the way, I'm reading Strange the Dreamer, which was recommended to me by somebody at work, and I thank her so much for recommending this book to me because it's really good. By the time this comes out I will have already finished it. Hopefully, that is the plan. Uh, but it's very good. Disclaimer, it does have some pretty heavy topics in it, but it's beautifully done, so highly recommend it so far. (laughs) But I think that's gonna wrap it up for this episode. Do you have anything else you want to add? No. Okay, well, thank you guys to everybody who participated. Thank you to everybody who is in this fandom. I, you know, 2020 has proved to already be a little bit cursed, uh, but it is the year of the rat, and... That means it's our year, <laughs> so the rats will be fed on schedule. We will not get sick. We're gonna make it. We're
1: Golden Globes is gonna feed us. Golden
0: Globes. Ooh, think of all those good Adam Driver looks. I'm ready. He lives to I'm push so the bad- the boundaries of fashion.
1: <laughs> Armadillo Snoke is so proud of him. Yes,
0: yes. <laughs> all right, but we will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.
1: Bye.